Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We've got Craig Ray here, the Visit Mississippi Director for the Mississippi Development Authority, and we've been just having a far-reaching conversation about the situation uh, the pandemic puts us in and the competitive advantage that Mississippi has. We played before we went to break um, the one Mississippi song that Steve Azar wrote. He's sort of the ambassador for Mississippi in so many different ways, the blues, tourism. He's worked really closely with uh, Craig Ray. In fact, we're going to have him on the show tomorrow for an hour-long conversation about his journey. Um, so what I want to do now, let's shift gears a little bit. And we're going to, in the time we have left, I want to just kind of walk through what makes this such an incredibly special place. Um, you know, one of the things I want to share with you is that the sunsets in Mississippi are some of the best. I had uh, Rick Carter and Terry Green on the show one day, and we were talking about uh, a picture I took from my house there, um, the, that the sunsets and the sunrises in Mississippi and along the coast are some of the most beautiful in the world. Where can you go find something so beautiful as the, the scenery here? The scenery here is just impeccable, isn't it? It's it's uh, it's it's a very special place from the Mississippi Gulf Coast to Mississippi River, the Delta, the the hills, uh, Jackson. It, it, it just amazing sunset, sunrise, heaven. Yeah. So the outdoors community knows this place well. Outdoors enjoyment, whether you fish or hunt or hike or canoe or rock climb, you know, you're into RVing, whatever it might be. The opportunity to, to enjoy coastal Mississippi. Now, you know me, I'm, I'm a big outdoor enthusiast. I, I love to hunt ducks and deer and I fish a lot, fish almost every weekend. Uh, Kyle, pop up a couple of pictures. This is a, 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 a trip from this past weekend. That's a that's a big big redfish, and then we wow. we caught some amberjack, and and uh, and just just had a great trip. But this is normal. I mean, the fishing in coastal Mississippi because of the oil rigs off our coast and the backwaters fishing that we have some of the best in in the state. And then uh, I have this picture. This is a, a bass that my son Jordan caught while he was in law school at Ole Miss at one of the, I think it's Sardis Lake actually where he mm -hmm. where he caught this. You know, just unbelievable. The, um, the there's literally no limit to what people can enjoy here in coastal Mississippi when it comes to the outdoors, is there? There, there, there's just so much to offer from the beautiful coastline to um, you know all all the outdoor experience, and I think we might be segueing into some golf too. But uh, <laughs> bird watching, let's don't forget bird watching on the Gulf Coast, Pascula River, and all. You mentioned all the fishing and going out to the islands to. Uh, the barrier islands to see the beautiful ocean on the other side and all this is offered on the mississippi gulf coast and and there's so much to see and do and and um the beautiful weather and the beautiful sunsets are just impeccable so um i told you i have a place up in the delta between greenwood and blackhawk spend a lot of time there especially in the winter time um, I love it there, and I've become a big fan of Robert Johnson's, you know, his his, his history and, and his contributions to not just blues music, but but music in general has been unbelievable. But you help, actually helped create the Blues Trail. Uh, talk about how important that is. 
it's it's very important to our music tourism and our culture. I, I was honored to be on the Blues Commission as it was formed back in 2004 in Governor Barber's administration and to serve on that appointed legislative committee, uh, later commission to develop one of our roles uh, as we organize our blues assets and, and dream was to put together a blues trail. Never dreamed that it would be as popular and as large as it is today. Our original goal was maybe like 30 or 40 markers. We might identify some of our icons. And the more that we dove into the history of Mississippi and, and the blues, the rich cultural history of the blues here in Mississippi, we are now at 200 and I think six markers in Mississippi, seven states and four countries. And and the this outdoor museum, as we call it, that we have created uh, is just it really brings together the whole world to recognize our blues trail in Mississippi, but the outreach of blues and how it's affected the rest of the world. And so from that small beginning back in 2004 to where we are now and, and in this environment, as you as we talked about earlier, to have this safe outdoor museum to travel here in Mississippi, we have over 175 of the 206 markers are here in Mississippi. Majority of those are in the Delta, but as you can see on your map, uh, they are spread out throughout the state. A couple on the coast, several in Hattiesburg, Laurel, uh, mostly in the Delta. Robert Johnson, as you mentioned, uh, was born in Hazelhurst. Uh, he touched many parts of the states in his folklore and, and his influence. He's mentioned in so many of the markers around the state as he was part of our blues entourage and our blues history you can actually go to the crossroads where he made his deal with the devil <laughs> and there are, and there are, as, as as we have three grave sites of robert johnson there are probably about 20 crossroads as well i'm sure there are but you know there, there's a great netflix special documentary on robert johnson that people have that. an interest yeah. in seeing it it's just really terrific um you know it's just uh we're, we're so lucky i mean the one of the things that's interesting about the blues trail i have a friend of mine travis dunn the dunn family are farmers in greenwood and they they go to the first baptist church and they were at church and some people they hadn't seen before were there and one guy was a producer you know guitar player from la and his friends were from france and they invited him over to their camp in fact i think they let him stay the night there and uh, he they played music for him but it's not unusual to bump into somebody from anywhere in the world somewhere along that blues trail is it it it's amazing the international exposure that that, that we have had we had uh we used to work on pre-Katrina, post-Katrina. I think we might, might have a, a, a pre-COVID and a post-COVID now, but the international travelers to the state of Mississippi of our 24.7 million visitors, we had 165,000 visitors that were international. So that's Canada, Mexico, uh, France, Italy, Spain, UK, Germany. Germany, uh, Scandinavia, Australia, New Zealand, all over the world that come to Mississippi. And a large majority of those are music lovers, not just blues, country, all of our musical heritage. But through the Delta on any given day, you can go through Clarksdale, you can go through Greenville, you can go to Indianola, Cleveland, to the, uh, to the Grand Museum and run into a handful, 20, 30 or busloads of international travelers. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. And I, th I think, you know, they'll be back. Um, yeah, and in the meantime, we'll 
we'll show the rest of America why they should come here. I mean, it might be music, it might be literary, it might be history, it might be African-American heritage, it might be arts and crafts and fine arts. Literally, we cover the spectrum here in coast in in Mississippi, and there's an opportunity to do it all. You started to mention golf a minute ago, but we've got some of the finest golf courses in the country here. We sure do, and we have about 140 golf courses throughout the state. You say, well, that that that's not a lot compared to South Carolina and others. So that's an area we do not compare in number of quantity, but we sure do have the quality of golf courses that just on the Gulf Coast alone. Within a 10-mile radius, you can hit 15 championship PGA golf ter- golf courses, all from Hale Irwin uh, to uh, Fazio Design, Jack Nicklaus, Arnold Palmer, uh, uh, Davis Love, all on the Gulf Coast, all within like a 10-mile drive. And, and it's amazing. And, 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 of course, the resorts that uh, – that uh, sponsor those courses too. So and own those courses. So we're the 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 gaming industry. One of the huge developments that that came with the gaming industry from 1992 were the development of golf courses. Uh, in addition to the great product that we had. So we we have great golf courses around the state from Old Waverly, Dancing Rabbit, Tunica National, the Hattiesburg Golf Courses, but. The majority of, of all of our playable great golf courses are on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. I had the opportunity to have dinner with Governor Barber, Fazio, uh, let's see, George Cortres one night. What a fascinating conversation that I was. I bet that was. Man, oh man, I'll never forget it. Just just great. But but that's what the casinos did. They brought you know they brought big thinkers. They brought tremendous budgets. Um, they know how to create amenities that people want to come back to time and time again. They're obviously very competitive, and competition breeds excellence. And so you know when you talk about whether it be the restaurants or the the the, the golfing or the casino experience or now the sports gaming, all of those aspects come together to create. You know, when you add that to beaches and, you know, in the case up in the Delta with some of the most beautiful areas of the country, you put all that together and make it easy for people to drive there. And you've got to you you real quickly develop a competitive advantage, don't you? We sure do. And to circle back to our conversation earlier, we have a phenomenal relationship with the gaming industry in Mississippi. And that has started from our leadership from day one and our partnership and working together. Of our 24.7 million visitors last year, over half of those were brought in through the gaming industry. And and for those that are in the know and know about the industry, over 75 cents on every dollar are spent on non-gaming amenities. And so wow. those travelers that they're bringing in, yeah, they like the game and they like sports book. But they love the restaurants, the shows, the music, the day trips from Beau Rivage to Ocean Springs, from the Delta doing the blues trip during the daytime, staying in a nice casino. It's a great partnership and they provide a phenomenal venue for that. So it's- Let's do this. Really Let's do this. We're gonna, we're gonna continue this conversation about what makes Mississippi so special with Craig Ray, the uh, Visit Mississippi Director for the Mississippi Development Authority right after this one. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.